720 WGN, it is Pete McMurray in the Skyline Studios. Are you going to be swimming this summer? Hmm, that's a big question. Let's bring in Chris Wyant, who is the chair of the Water Quality and Health Council. Chris, how are you? Thanks for joining us. I'm doing well. How are you today? This is the official kickoff, Memorial Day weekend, the unofficial official kickoff of summer. Uh, Did you see the pictures from the Ozarks uh, this weekend? People just hanging out in pools, in lakes? I did. What what was your first thought when you saw that? Well, a lot of people. (laughs) (laughs) And there was a sign in the background. If you look at the pictures, there's a sign in the background that says, don't forget social distancing. And there's a thousand people just hanging out in a pool. It's, uh, you know, they, they, they think that the pool is safe and the water probably is, but Social distancing is still social distancing and and needs to be accounted for even if you're in a swimming pool. Does chlorine kill the coronavirus? Chlorine does indeed inactivate the coronavirus so that it it no longer becomes an issue. The problem is if you're not in the water, uh, then it really doesn't help. So if you're standing in the water and you're you're standing next to somebody talking or sneezing or coughing, you still can transmit the virus that way. So, but you, if you're underwater, you're fine. So you're not going to get That's it. That's correct. Okay. What right, ab- right. What about lakes? Are lakes safe this summer? Well, lakes are, uh, as, as it relates to coronavirus, lakes are probably fine. You know, lakes and, and uh, public swim beaches still have to meet certain requirements for bacteria and pathogens. But beyond that, as far as the coronavirus, if you're swimming in a lake, Uh, the water, it shouldn't be an issue. What is the Water Quality and Health Council? What is that? Water Quality and Health Council is an independent, multidisciplinary group of science experts and public health experts and consumer advocates. And we we advise the American Chemistry Council and so that that they can make sure that their messages about things like disinfection and Water and pool safety are are, uh, sound public health messages. And you tell them, okay, this is how much chlorine you need in your pool, and this is how many times you have to check it. Yeah, they uh, actually, the the, uh, health departments tell how much chlorine has to be in the pool, because that comes by regulation. What we suggest are some of those uh, good techniques, like that you should check your pool multiple times a day, that you should make sure that to the best you can people take showers ahead of time and really try to send out to the public some of those messages about swimming pool safety on behalf of of the the industry because it's not disinfection alone but you have to have people that are willing to to take to do their part in terms of personal hygiene to make sure the pool stays safe chris your council's healthy pool survey found that everybody pay attention to this 30 percent of u.s pool owners admit to peeing in their pool. <laughs> That's right. So uh, the owner of the pool is peeing in his own pool. It tends to happen. You know, a lot of times people don't realize that a pool is not uh, not kind of their own personal space, that it's uh, a swimming pool. There may be a lot of people in it, and it's, it's all about good personal hygiene. Three out of ten owners of pools pee in their own pool that's ridiculous i don't understand that it's hard to understand especially in your own pool and half of those individuals claim that they don't shower before they swim and one out of every three uh or no again three out of every ten uh will 
swim within an hour after having diarrhea, and that alone oh my can introduce a whole new series of pathogens into the pool. We're talking with Chris Wyant, the uh, chair of the Water Quality and Health Council. A lot, a lot of people think swimming is like a bath or a shower instead of taking a well, shower. That's, that's that's the problem they do, and yet they come into the pool and they really have a lot of contaminants on them, whether it's suntan ocean lotion or or uh, you know various uh, bacteria, uh, viruses, pathogens, uh, dirt, grime, you name it. Uh, they it all comes in the pool, and that's what utilizes that chlorine disinfectant. So if there are uh, others who bring viruses or bacteria into the pool, then there's there may not be enough disinfectant to take care of all that. So, Chris, the pictures from uh, the Ozarks this weekend with hundreds of people in pools, your first thought is, okay, number one, somebody's peeing in the pool, and number two, they have suntan lotion, which is reducing the chlorine, which in turn doesn't kill the coronavirus. That's how it works, right? Right. If the pool runs out of of residual disinfectant, then all all those bacteria and viruses have the opportunity to, to be transmitted to somebody else in the pool. Wow. So I, if I'm going swimming this summer, I have to be able to trust if I'm at a gym or if I'm at a country club or I'm at someone's pool that they're checking the chlorine levels. How often should they be checking? Well, in the case of a public pool, for instance, they do have uh, specific regulations about testing and, and about management and maintenance of the pool. So those hopefully are all in a little better shape. They also get inspected every year. But in some really busy pools, they should probably be checking the disinfectant uh, every hour uh, if it's particularly crowded on that given day. Uh, And so it it depends somewhat on the bather load, and and the pool operator kind of gets a sense of of what what kind of uh, bather load a pool can take before uh, the the disinfectant uh, or the whole pool chemistry becomes a problem, but at least, at least in a, a home pool, a couple times a day, but in a really busy public pool, uh, several times a day. Well, Chris, the big thing is during the pandemic, people were uh, gobbling up those inflatable pools, which you know, what are they? Five by five, a circular five foot pool with that was you know two and a half feet deep. How disgusting are those things? Well, it depends. So one of the things that, that people often do is they let young diaper age kids in those pools, and that can cause a problem because oh boy. diaper age, the the uh, waterproof diapers aren't really necessarily so waterproof, and so they are t- going to tend to leak, uh, and they could leak all kinds of, of contaminants into the pool. So in that case, if it's just mom and dad or the big kids and they're just splashing around in there they can probably use it for at least part of the day or the whole day and and empty it and fill it again the next day well, but if you've got young kids uh that's it's probably not a good place for them to be is that why they have the baby pool at hotels they don't care about how deep it is but they care about the diaper leaking yeah i think that's that's one part of it is that they need to make sure that those uh, first, those pools also have disinfectant, uh, but also I think they're intended just for the young kids because they don't want the deep water. But it's it's uh, 
you just have to make sure that it is, in fact, part of the disinfection system of the pool, or, or it's been known to cause real problems before. Wow, man. Uh, thank you so much for coming on. When we saw the pictures from uh, the Ozarks uh, this weekend, we had to get you on, and we really appreciate your time. And people need to take this into consideration, too, this summer, because when things start opening up, they're going to stay at hotels, they're going to stay at resorts, and they have to take that into consideration, don't they? They do. They, they need to be aware of the water they're swimming in. Got it. Chris Wyant is the chair of the Water Quality and Health Council. Thank you, Chris. Thank you. All right.